Hey everybody, Stephen here from The Truth About Dyslexia. In today's episode, we're going to talk about coping strategy number nine. Now, the name of this one is permission. Now, your, your brain's probably going, what is he talking about? You know, permission's a trigger word. We all have a visual picture for it, but probably not a great definition in some ways. You know, permission to me reminds me of a school teacher giving you permission to leave the classroom. Your picture may be different, but we're going to talk about how giving yourself permission is such a valuable coping strategy for those of us with dyslexia. So let's dive in. Okay, before we dive into this coping strategy, I just want to say a shout out to all of those people that have liked or uh, you know followed the podcast on Spotify, iTunes, wherever you listen. It really does help uh, get the podcast seen, so I appreciate it, as well as those who have jumped on and given it a review. can be a bit finicky to give a review on some of these tools, but thanks for those that have put the energy in. I know how much it takes out of our brains, <laughs> so appreciate it. Let's um, let's keep going with permission. So why did I want to make this today's coping strategy? Now, there are heaps that we're going to be talking about over this series, but this one is, is not one that you normally would even consider a coping strategy. Now, I mentioned in the intro, we all have different pictures of what the word permission is. So what I want to do is I want to share the definition I'm going to use um, or, or the, the thought behind this strategy. And this is really around self-permission, uh, giving yourself permission to do things in a different way, to give yourself permission to make mistakes, give yourself permission to, you know, come up against problems that you just can't even get over, and to give yourself permission to take time off, to rest, to just go, hey, this day is not working out. I need to reset and start again, you know, tomorrow, you know, <laughs> I know this, this um, may sound crazy to a lot of people, but for anyone with dyslexia, we've all had these days where we have pushed through to a point of, of burnout because we don't actually think we have a choice to stop or slow down. We haven't given ourselves permission to have a day where we just go, actually, this is just not working out. Everything I do feels like I'm hitting a wall. It feels like everything is too much. And I just can't take it. You know, people kind of call these mental health days nowadays, which are becoming more common. But we can have mental health moments that we need. We may need to give ourselves permission to step back from a certain situation and just take a breath and go, hey, it's okay. It's okay. The world's not going to end to do some of the different techniques I've spoken about on the podcast and and feel that's okay. Does that make sense as I say that? Like to me internally, because I've lived this and have realized the difference, it makes a lot of sense. But for those of us listening, for the, the people listening to this, for you, you know, have you given yourself that level of permission? Do you allow yourself to make a mistake? Do you allow yourself... You know, just to get into bed, go have a nap in the middle of the day if you've got access to a bed and when you're not working, uh, or even on a weekend. You know, like yesterday, I felt so drained. It was a Sunday here. I, I got into bed at like 6, 37 p.m. And just, I just needed a break. I watched some Netflix shows for about an hour and then pretty much just listened to the radio. I was kind of asleep by 9-ish from memory, from what I can remember. 
And I just needed, I was just, I was just wasted. I was just taken out. I was just, you know, all this buildup of tiredness had come. And instead of me trying to force my way through and stay up and do everything for everyone else, I said to myself, I give you permission to go to bed early, basically. Now, that may not seem like a big thing, but often we don't give ourselves that level of permission. We're thinking about what are other people thinking about us? What's happening around us? You know, how can we not look like we've got a challenge? And not having that level of permission can lead to needing more coping strategies than ever, right? You know, and I'm, I'm really conscious of this because probably about midday, there was a part of me saying, you should go have a nap for two hours or an hour. Just go. I don't think my brain said time frames, but said you needed a break. And it was interesting. I found myself just drowning it out. And I found myself struggling to give myself that permission just to say what I needed and to go and take that time. And, you know, it took me to about, as I say, 6.30 odd o'clock at night to give myself that permission, which seems mad. If I'd have had that break middle of the day, my rest of my day would have been better. And so I'm very conscious that I struggle with this as well. I struggle with the way my mind thinks about this stuff. It's always running off. And... What I'm continuing to get better at is this this idea of permission, the permission to take some time out to go and meditate if I need a break, to take take have permission that if I'm having an afternoon where I'm just not productive at work, is to get off and go for a walk for half an hour in the sun, you know, or the permission to close my eyes and have a nap. It doesn't have to be forever, but the permission to realize that my brain doesn't always play to the exact schedule I've set up for it. You know, I know that routine is a huge part of my life. And don't get me wrong, if I haven't done a coping strategy on routine, it will be in there. But permission to break that routine when it's all falling apart and to be okay with it. The key is to be okay with it. Because where we struggle or where I struggle sometimes is if I, in the old days, if I came up against something where it was all falling apart or things just weren't working, and, and I did need to go for a rest, I would have classed that as a failure. That I've that something's wrong with me. Why haven't I been able to do this? And I'd have beaten myself up. Instead, by knowing how my brain works and how I operate, I know that from time to time, and this isn't a daily occurrence, if you're having this happen daily, there's probably a lot of other things you need to talk to someone about. There may be a bit more help you need. But on a general week... You know, sometimes you just need to give yourself permission to have a break. You need to give yourself permission to turn off the computer screen and, you know, go do some exercise to get your brain working. Or give yourself permission to listen to a 10-minute meditation with your eyes closed and some earpods or similar in, in your ears. Whatever that looks like for you, it's okay. But giving yourself that pre-permission to do it rather than feeling like a failure in the moment it's a massive game changer in perspective, is the word I was looking for. You know, that perspective is, is crazy different. You know, when I was, when, in the old days, when I used to run headfirst into things, it would all, if it all fell apart, which it did a lot more than it should have, you know, I would, I'd be like, man, I'm a failure. Everyone else is succeeding. All these people on social media, all these people I'm following that I can't see behind the scenes of, you know, they're just, they're just nailing everything. Everything's perfect in their life. Yet I just keep hitting a brick wall. You know, I just can't do it at the same level or the same pace as these people. 
And I used to beat myself up until I started to learn about how my brain works and learned that it's okay to give myself permission. It's okay to set these boundaries, really, right? The boundaries around yourselves. To say, hey, if I start running into this wall five times, instead of continually running through it until you may get through it, but you're going to be pretty beaten up, I'm willing to take a break, think about it, and work out I can actually walk around the wall. I just couldn't see it because my head was in not the right place. Does that make sense? You know, we're so good at being kind to others, but we're so good as well at beating ourselves up. So often we beat ourselves up about this stuff. And letting that go and realizing, hey, my brain is my brain. My dyslexic, neurodiverse brain is going to have moments where it just needs to chill out. And that is okay. That is actually, in my opinion, success. You know, when you can actually understand the way your mind works and give yourself the space, whatever work or life you've got, you know, that's actual success, right? Being able to have people that love and care about you and understand you and say, okay, yeah, go. You need a break. Like my wife was fine. She said, go to bed, go rest. And I really valued that. Having those people that support you in those moments and understand it. You know, it helps to communicate this to them beforehand. But, um, you know, it, it is important to have those people around you that understand it because it's going to give you more emphasis to actually give yourself that level of permission. We like to think we're not that external, but we, we do really get a lot of input from outside of ourselves to make sure we feel safe. You know, it's very hard to give ourselves complete internal permission without some external feedback mainly because we don't always trust ourselves, right? But again, that's another podcast. But for the sake of this coping strategy, what I want you to do, what I want you to think about is, where in my life, could, in one place, could I give myself permission? Maybe it's, maybe it's at four o'clock in the afternoon when you know you're not being productive. Give yourself permission to do something that helps make you more productive. Not because you have to, but because you know it's the right thing for you and who you are as a person, your identity. You know, maybe it's, maybe it's some energy tapping. Maybe it's um, some acupressure, as I talked about in the previous pod. You know, maybe it's just getting up and stretching. Maybe you chuck on some really loud music at four o'clock and that's just your thing. We had a um, six and a half year old crying in laughter, you know, listening to heavy metal the other day. You know, just, we're not even sure why, just, just, that was her thing. Made her really happy for some odd reason, <laughs> some really out there reason. But nonetheless, you know, finding that thing for you that changes your state and giving yourself permission to go, this is nothing wrong with me. This is me starting to understand my programming and that's okay. I give myself permission to try things. If it doesn't work, that's okay. But I give myself permission to play around with this stuff and to create the life, you know, I deserve. And that's, I think that's just vitally important as a coping strategy because, you know, a lot of us just walk over this one and just kind of think it's not real. But it's, you know, how often do you find yourself not giving yourself that permission or beating yourself up afterwards for not being good enough? Or, you know, in my day when I used to overeat too much, I beat myself up afterwards. I don't do that anymore. I just don't. And it's, it's game changing. It changes your life. Like this one tool... That's a it kicks butt. So hopefully that's been helpful. Hopefully you found something you can test and play with in your own life. But um, yeah, trial it out smallest way you can. Prove it to yourself and then let it seed into the rest of your life. 
Have an epic rest of your day, and I'll be back soon.